So first of all, in terms of basic instructions, first find a, a posture that's comfortable for you that you can be with for, it'll be about another, uh, another 40 minutes or so, a little around that time, and that you can be relaxed and alert. And it's fine during the sitting if you're, for example, feeling sleepy, if you want to stand up or do whatever you need to do. Our, our emphasis is, is really on what helps us to be present moment to moment. So generally, have a good connection with the ground as much as possible. Have the uh, chest open, back straight. And then secondly, I'd like to invite uh, intentions for our session. And I usually invite two types of intention. First type is to bring in your most general, your most really your most important overall intention for why you uh, meditate. You can frame it in your own way, why you meditate, why you cultivate mindfulness, whatever language is good for you. And then secondly, and I'll give us some time in a moment, secondly, based on how I am right now, what my state of mind and body and heart is, what's a skillful intention for this next 40 minutes? So first, more general intention. Secondly, more specific related to knowing how my mind, heart, and body are now. So we'll take about a minute for this right now. And I'll give the instructions for the really the first phase of our formal practice as it's typically offered. There are two phases. One is settling and the, the second is seeing. We settle to become less distracted, more present. And then when there's some degree of subtleness, we try to see clearly what's happening in the present moment. We do this formal practice. We learn how to be less distracted. We learn how to see clearly. We do it in this special period of formal meditation. And then we bring out the same qualities in daily life. That's the basic uh, direction of all this. So all of these qualities are, are qualities to be developed really all the time. To be more present, more settled. And then secondly, to be able to see clearly what's happening, and really to respond with um, 
wisdom, clarity, and compassion. So for the first type of settling, we typically focus on one part of experience that is emotionally neutral, where we can keep coming back um, fairly easily. Very typical focus is the breath, where the breath is easiest to follow. But it's also possible to focus elsewhere. If we're focusing on the breath, we typically do so, as I mentioned, where it's easiest to follow. It could be the area of the nostrils, breath coming in, and we tune into the sensations especially. Could be at the tip of the nostrils, the breath coming in, the breath going out, or sometimes the sensations around the upper lip. We could focus on the area of the chest and be aware of the movement of the lungs and area of the chest, the sensations there, or the belly, the movement, the rising and falling of the belly. And sometimes we can actually keep our hand on one of those places to help us be able to be aware of the sensations. And then the instructions are very simple. Be aware of the breath at the level of sensation when the mind wanders. Notice that, simply return. We can also, if the breath doesn't work so well, we could be aware of the hands touching together or the contact with the chair. Sometimes people are aware of the whole body, of the sensations of the whole body. Also, we can be aware of sound. For all of these, the instructions are, are generally the same. Be aware of the sensations where you're noticing where your focus area is. When the mind wanders, notice that and simply and gently and matter-of-factly come back over and over and over again. And then the the second part of, of practice, the seeing part, is to see clearly what's happening. Once we're settled some, then we stay with the breath We stay with another focus area, if that's our main main focus. And then when the mind, when it's settled somewhat, then when something takes our attention away, we notice what it is. Maybe it's the, maybe it's thinking about what comes later today. Maybe it's, uh, maybe it's a sensation in my knee. If something takes our attention away, we make that be the focus. We stay with it as long as it's no longer the focus. We may also give a little label to it, like sensation, maybe in the, uh, in the knee. Or I have a thought about later, and I, maybe I say planning. When it's no longer predominant, then I go back to the breath or whatever else I'm focusing on. If it stays for a while, I can explore it. What's it like in the body? Stay with it a while. Explore. We call this sometimes investigation or inquiry. What's going on? The level of the body. Stay with it. Stay at the level of really direct experience. What's going on at the emotional level? What are the stories or narratives? So I I do that kind of looking When it's no longer predominant, or I'm not sure what's predominant, I just come back to the primary focus. So we'll stay now, we'll stay with settling for about seven or eight minutes, 
and then I'll come in with some further instructions. And they'll be fairly light instructions, so most of the time we'll be in silence.
And as we continue to sit quietly, second instruction, and this is to notice if there's a sense of something in your experience having a moderate or higher level of uh, pleasure, something that is pleasant of a kind of medium level or a little bit more, or something that is unpleasant, medium level or a little bit more. When those happen, could be with a body sensation, could be with a thought, could be with an emotion. So we're not using the term pleasant and painful just in terms of bodily sensations. We're using it to refer also to a pleasant thought, maybe about something that will happen in the future, or similarly could be an unpleasant thought about something in the future. So when you notice that there's an unpleasant experience of some kind or a pleasant experience of a moderate level or a little bit greater, tune into it and explore it. What's going on? What's it like? When you notice the pleasant experience, can you stay with it? Are there tendencies to grasp in some way? physically or through thoughts. Similarly, if there's an unpleasant experience in the body, emotions, in one's thinking, is there a tendency to want to get rid of it? Watch for those kind of tendencies. We want to mostly stay with the direct experience of what it's like just to be with the pleasant or just to be with the unpleasant. But notice also any tendencies you know, that are tending towards what we would call reactivity, grasping or pushing away. And just notice that. And if if the level of intensity is too high, you can just uh, pull out of it. But mostly we're looking for sort of moderate level or a little bit more, both pleasant and unpleasant, to be with it, be mindful, explore, notice tendencies. We'll stay with this for a while now.
continuing to be present, staying with settling, staying with seeing what's happening. Again, having our radar out for sort of moderate level or a little bit more pleasant or unpleasant, which may occur sometimes, this may be not occur for a while. If it's not occurring, we just stay with our core practice of seeing clearly what's happening in the moment once there's with at least a base level of settling.
So as we continue to sit quietly, one further addition to the instructions, continue to stay attentive to any moderate or a little greater experience of something pleasant at the level of body or mind or emotions or something unpleasant in a similar way. When that, when they occur, or when one of them occurs, be attentive, explore, what's it like in the body, what's the experience like. And now I'll add the other parts of the teaching we explored last time called the Eight Worldly Winds, which names pleasant and unpleasant, but also names uh, three other sets. And just to be on the alert if one of these occurs, probably particularly in memory or planning or thinking, one set is gain and loss. Another one is called fame and disrepute, so a sort of a good image of ourselves or a bad image of ourselves. And then lastly, praise and blame. And these may not come up at all, but be on the alert if they arise just uh, normally in your experience and stay for a while and just explore what they're like and what your way of being with them is. See if there's any kind of uh, reactivity going on. Again, they may not occur much, but pleasant and unpleasant are the, are the basis and they're more more likely to happen. So continue to work with that as well as gain and loss, good image or bad image, and then praise and blame. Just notice if they come up and be attentive to the experience if they do. And fine if they don't appear at all.
As we continue to sit quietly, I'll ring the bell once to give a transition to our group practice, which is mostly in silence, and explain it just in a moment. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.